Education, the startup podcast for teachers. Join me as I document the process from leaving the classroom to entrepreneurship. I'm Meredith, your host, and today we're talking about product lines and development. All right, so general updates since last episode. So last week we talked about what a competitive analysis was, and this week we're talking about developing a product line. So a little bit about how I made mine. Uh, first, I started with a basic Excel spreadsheet, and I talked about, or I wrote down the product that I was going to develop, the type of product that it that was going to be made, and then the time frame around which I would like to produce them, ideally. Um, I also noted if it was going to be a part of a bundle or if it was going to be unique and, and separate from that. And so in doing that, I had to think about the process. So how did I want to invite people into this product and into this brand? So what were going to be the key, you know, when you get your hair highlighted, (laughs) if you're a girl at least, what are the key highlights or the key money pieces? That's usually what we call the highlights that are right in front of the bangs, or I'm sorry, right in front of the eyebrows that frame your face. So what are going to be the money pieces that invite people in, that they get curious about the products that are available? and are interested in learning about uh, what's, what else is, is available or offered. So I'm looking at what are my appealing pieces and what do I want to spend more time on that someone would pay more money for. When I do that, I'm looking at what is going to invite the people in, what's going to catch their attention, and then what can I build once I have that customer or that audience member, what else can I provide them that's um, a, a moderately sized product in that sense. And then what can I create for them that is going to be a really big, time-intensive, labor-intensive product. So the products that I'm making right now are going to be like the money pieces or the medium-sized kind of product offering to invite people into this organization and this company and this service that I'm trying to offer. So in regards to the product line, there are... One, two, three, four products or four types of products that I want to make at least right now. This is kind of phase one and two. I have an idea for phase three and four, but that'll be for later. So the first product that I want to make is a biblical curriculum per Bible story or per Bible lesson that, you know, any other child in Sunday school is going to have access to. Ideally, the curriculum will be in a unit format. And it'll include lesson plans for an entire month. So four weeks, one month of lesson plans related to this unit. So all of these materials can be uh, swapped with each other in the sense that you don't have to do one uh, set of activities for one week. It's not that rigid, but you have them available to you to pick and choose as, you know, you you can tell how your children are and what they're going to benefit best from based on that day. So for the time being... I'm still going to host the products on TPT until I build up enough of an audience from uh, this podcast, hopefully from networking and church partnerships, and then eventually I'll branch off from there. So that's the first type of product that we're going to make. The second one is teaching people or teaching the adults in the room how to use them. This will include me teaching them how to use the lesson plans, and I'll create a written version and a video format. I would have the video, you know, the written version is made already for the the pilot product. But in terms of video, I don't really have the space to do, like, a really nice video, and so that's kind of been holding me back. But I'd really like that video to be super in-depth and, like, really 
really helpful for these units. And so I'd like to provide both options uh, for people who have different learning needs. And that's the second one. So we got biblical curriculum for the kids and then teaching the adults how to use that curriculum. And while that would be a part of the curriculum, I'd like to expand that out eventually to include um, like my own e-courses and things like that. And so I'm not ready for that yet. So the teaching how to use the material are going to be a part of the curriculum when they purchase that. But eventually I want to have like, for example, like an online learning academy where someone who wants to be a special needs Sunday school teacher can complete a whole bunch of courses. But that's a ways down the road. And then the third one, which kind of goes into what I was just talking about, are online video courses for church ministry leaders. So theoretically, I'd love to make a video about you know, the biblical basis surrounding special needs ministry, the biblical basis surrounding orphan and vulnerable children ministry, and then the special needs that the children have within that population. And, um, you know, kind of educating folks who don't have that background in either the, the research behind special needs or vulnerable populations, or they don't have the hands-on experience working with someone who has special needs. And so a part of that would include a lot of ethical training as well. So we would have a little bit of theology, ethical, uh, like didactic teaching, and then we would also have behavior management, at least on a really basic scale. And so I want to provide this for church ministry leaders, and that's one population. And then the fourth one, the fourth product line that I'd like to create are online video courses for nonprofits who work with orphaned and vulnerable children. Um, for a little bit of background, I have worked in the orphan and vulnerable children or OVC space for like seven years, seven years or so, and just have absolutely loved it. I really feel like that is my calling. I continue to come back to it, and I, I really want to use my special education experience to uh, to support that population, to support the people who are caring for those kids. And so a lot of the OVC space also talks about and is focused on uh, family preservation. So I think the video courses for nonprofits who work with these families will be more family oriented, whereas the church ministry leader would probably have um, a little bit different uh, focus and different language that are needed. And so usually what also happens between these two groups is that the church ministry leaders are uh, usually in the United States, at least the people that I have access to. And then the nonprofits are usually global, or they have people who work in the U.S. and are partnered with global partners. And so I would love to create all four of those things. So biblical curriculum for the children, teaching the adults how to use that curriculum, online video courses for church ministry leaders as it relates to special education and special needs, and online video courses for nonprofits who work with orphan, vulnerable children, and family preservation. And so that's kind of the pipeline of how I want to invite people into root education. So we start with freebie products. We start with biblical curriculum. We build up an audience. We build up rapport. We build up an, a knowledge base in terms of what is um, needed by this population and kind of customizing and refining what products they need. And then from there, providing online video courses and training for church ministry leaders. 
and then online video courses for nonprofits. So working from both of those populations. And so I hope by doing that, I'll be able to invite people in and help them feel like confident that they can work with the special needs populations, even if they don't have, you know, an, an education degree or prior experience or anything like that. So I want people to feel confident by giving them the tools and then teaching them how to use it. So I considered what are the easier pieces that are going to invite people in and what are going to be the products or the pieces that I'm going to have to spend more time on and that someone would equally pay more money for. And ideally for me, that's going to be larger e-courses or larger bundled units or teaching people how to work with special needs children. But I'm not ready for that yet. Right now I'm at the, the very intro stage, the invitation into the brand. So I had to ask myself, what freebie products can I make that will give people a glimpse of what I'm about? So what can I offer people for free that they can use that's still useful for them? and that they want more of, um, just using this one piece as a teaser. And so it's just some ideas that I thought of are creating an About Me worksheet where uh, the parents fill it out. It's a child introduction sheet, and they give it to staff members to use so that way they can get to know their child and, and the special and unique needs that their child might have. Um, they can also include special things about their family. So, for example, on this sheet, you might have a picture of the child, a little bit about them, maybe their diagnosis or what those symptoms look like from the diagnosis. You might also include comfort items. So when my child is in distress, I provide X, Y, and Z, or I do this and that, or I say this, or I play this video. Another thing will include basic information like allergies and things like that, but we're really looking at what the specific disability um, requires of the staff members to be able to accommodate or meet that need. So then another question that I wanted to ask myself when building this spreadsheet out is what will my product line eventually include? Um, as I've been doing this podcast and trying to create this business, I felt a lot of imposter syndrome. And, you know, even though I talk about it now, it it may be a really long time until I ever get these product made, products made. So, I mean, who knows? It could go really fast, fast and quickly. Some people have, you know, 10-year plans with their products. But I think it's really important to begin with the end in mind. And Stephen Covey actually uses that as part of the seven habits of highly effective people. And I've always found that to be extremely helpful uh, with beginning with the end in mind. So knowing the scope of what we want to do. And then ultimately breaking things down into smaller chunks, smaller pieces, so that way it can become attainable. And so I've been feeling some imposter syndrome about this product line because I know what I want to make. But what if I struggle with actually getting there? You know, what if I'm all talk and no action? So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to mention that because when building out this product list, you know, I can come up with these great, amazing things and strategy. But... I want to make sure that I do have realistic accomplishments as well. Who knows? So when looking at my product line, I had to divide it into two topics, so or two categories, so products versus services. And so what I'm choosing to do with Root Education is to create several products 
and then provide several products that are at a cost and then provide free services. And some products will include freebies like those things that will invite people in to hopefully purchase an actual unit or curriculum. But looking at products versus services, I wanted to include both because eventually I want the services to um, build up a lot more, but it's going to take a lot more people and it's going to take uh, a lot more time in order to get there. Alrighty, so that was all of the product line uh, that I would like to create and that's probably at least a couple years worth of products, um, but we've all got to start somewhere. So. The next thing I want to look at are services. And so I intentionally want to create a free service. My idea is to offer free consulting for US or global nonprofits who work with special needs and OVC care. Um, I am still interested in working with US churches as well. Uh, and I am, I still feel so passionate about the OVC space and family preservation, orphan and vulnerable children, that I really want to target those folks because I, I, really, care, I really care about them. Um, and I really want to help them however I can. So those are gonna, that's going to be the population that I focus on first, are uh, these OVC nonprofits who are working in that space. So why do I want to offer a free service? Well. I want to understand the field more. I want to know and refined, refine how I can offer benefit to these folks. And so I need to understand what do people need and what's going to be in their uh, best interest in terms of how can I offer the best help possible. I don't want to just throw unrealistic advice or create products that aren't helpful at all. I want to be able to sit down with someone one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's virtually or in person, and us try to solve a problem or create uh, accommodations, modifications, improve the life of someone who has special needs. And so that kind of goes into just general special needs care, but we're going to approach it from a, a biblical basis first. I also want to get quicker access to the people working with this population. Uh, by providing that free service, it gets me in the game. So with a lower risk because they're not paying for my services. So no payment equals lower risk, lower expectations, until at least I get a better feel for it. I would hate to put a price on something and then under-deliver. So I want to offer it free as long as I can, and then eventually we would look into payment services or, you know, I would switch my LLC into a nonprofit and then become um, grant funded in some way. So I want to offer free services, get a feel for it, just get in there, get my hands dirty, get ready to help. And then finally, like what is the biggest thing holding me back right now? The website is taking forever. It's, <laughs> it's taking way too long, uh, probably because I've started three websites and I've needed to edit or delete or it's the wrong platform. This is going back to the Stephen Covey thing with beginning with the end in mind is I don't understand website development enough to create something with the end in mind. So I thought I was doing the right thing and then it ended up being the wrong thing. So I finally have it figured out for the most part. I finally have a website template that I ordered off of Etsy. I have it uploaded onto WordPress and I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> 
I just have to start filling out the information, choosing the pictures, uh, stuff like that. The website is holding me back because I want to have a pilot product review group. I want to get a group of maybe 20 or so organizations and ask them to help me refine the product that I currently have, which is Genesis, the seven days of creation. So I want to ask them to, to help me make it better and see what's helpful for them and what's not. But before I do that, I want each of the organizations to take me seriously. So in order for them to take me seriously, I really want to have a website up. And I have an Instagram for this podcast. And I don't have one for my actual website yet because it's too much at once right now. Um, and so I, I feel good about the Instagram for right now at least. But I do want to get the website up so that way it's official, people can see it, it can get traffic. Um, and that way these special needs ministries know that I'm, I want to be taken seriously and I'm legit. <laughs> as far as the website, my target audience, going back to the product line, my target audience are OVC and special needs ministries. But for right now, I'm going to target the U.S. church ministries in terms of products because they're more accessible. So at the same time, I've got my products that I'm marketing to the churches in the U.S. And simultaneously, I have services that I want to provide for free to international nonprofits in the OVC space. And I'm also creating a podcast <laughs> and doing this at the same time. It's, it's a lot, but I feel okay about it. And so I just need to focus on keeping the same pace for both things at the same time. Because of that, the website is going to be tailored to these two different demographics, and I'm going to need to create a page for church ministry leaders and for nonprofit leaders. And so the website has really been holding me back because there's so much to learn about site development, learning about SEO, how to create the pages, how, you know, WordPress works, how Bluehost hosted by WordPress or however it works. It was on. Um, I was on like a chat line with Bluehost for almost an hour today, like an online chat line, just trying to figure out URLs and domain names and stuff. I had accidentally messed something up, so I was trying to fix it. So yeah, I'm teaching myself everything, and it's eventually coming along. I do feel good about it. I'm just a little frustrated for the time being. I hope to have the website done in about two weeks. That's my goal. I have my emails prepared. I have a pilot list ready of about 20 organizations. And then hopefully my expectation is that at least eight people will be willing to review the Genesis products. So uh, stay tuned to find out and we shall see. Thanks for listening to Root Education, the startup podcast for teachers. Next week, we will discuss website development and continue following the journey. If you're interested in joining the pilot product group, send a message to at Root Education Podcast on Instagram. We would love to have you.